0: Beautiful. Thank you. Let it start with me, and you, and you, and you, and you. Doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your, heart, meeting your heart's desire. Doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you've touched the center of your own sorrow, if you've opened, open by life's betrayals, or have become shriveled and closed from fear of further pain. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving to hide it, or fade it, or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, if you can dance with wildness and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes, without cautioning us to be careful, to be realistic, to remember the limitations of being human. doesn't interest me If the story you're telling me is true, I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself, if you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul, if you can be faithless and therefore trustworthy. I want to know if you can see the beauty, even when it's not pretty every day, and if you can source your own life From its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure, yours and mine, and still stand at the edge of a lake and shout to the sliver of the full moon, yes. It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after a night of grief and despair, weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done to feed the children. It doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I wanna know if you will stand at the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or who or what or with whom you've studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else fails. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. A poem is entitled "The Invitation" by Ariya Mountain Dreamer. It came out. she actually published it um, and it. it Got to be so popular that she created a whole book on it. And this was in 1998, 99, 2000, right when I was beginning my ministerial career. And it reached out and it touched me to the core then. And when I was thinking about this talk to this community on this day, that poem popped back into my head. It's not as popular as it was then, but it's still touches me deeply, and hopefully it touched you as well. Today is Martin Luther King Day, so there's that. Martin Luther King said, I have a dream. Martin Luther King knew what he knew. He knew it came from the depths of his soul, right? If he'd have been in his logical mind, he would have never done what he did. So we're talking today about how do you know, you know, when you know, right? But how do you know when you know, and how do you know that, you know, and what is it that sets it up when you know what, you know, what's there? Okay. You tracked me on that. Thank you. (laughs) That was the most important part of the talk. (laughs) So I thought we'd start with Martin Luther King because he obviously knew, but first, because it's what I do, a joke or two. Okay. You ready? Why did Martin Luther King get an A in math? Because he was really good at finding solutions to inequalities. Rob, so far, so good. So when Martin Luther King Jr. was asked, why did the chicken cross the road? What was his response? Please, no guessing. He said, I envision a world where all the chickens will be free to cross whatever roads they want without having their motives taken into question. (laughs) I have a dream. I have a dream that my children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of the skin, but by the content content of their character. I have a dream today. He didn't say, I have a dream in a hundred years. I have a dream today. In fact, in that most famous speech that he gave, he said, now is the time. Three times. Now is the time. He said, I have a dream eight times. Eight times. Martin Luther King Jr. is responsible, really, in some ways, many ways, as the visionary to catapult this nation from where we were to where we are. Now, do we have a long ways to go? Yeah. And he started this. He brought it into our consciousness, into our awareness, and he stood in it with such presence, right? With such knowing. It was his soul's calling. So how did he know what he knew was thinking about our process, my process. How do I know what I know when I know it? And I was going to share a little bit about my, my own personal process with you. And then I thought, well, that could get really confusing unless there's a container for it. So the container is also a vehicle, right? So what's the vehicle for knowing what you know? So the vehicle today happens to be a car. If we could have the slide, please. The car is an acronym for clarity, alignment, and resonance. Clarity is, well, it's kind of which comes first, right? It's about that chicken who crossed the road. (laughs) Clarity comes when you know. But clarity is also what gives you that knowledge. So clarity, like the opposite of clarity. Sometimes to know what, what clarity is, you have to know what the opposite is. So opposite of clarity is confusion. Opposite of, opposite of clarity is, whoa, I don't know. Clarity is solid, right? Opposite of clarity is, I can't see. I can't, I don't know. But then to find clarity is to drop beneath the logical brain that wants to figure things out, right? This is something I'll often talk about. It's like, I have got to get out of my logical mind because my logical mind will drive me nuts only every single time, especially if I don't have clarity, right? The mind is designed, especially the logical mind is designed to support our soul essence, not drive it, right? And so when I land in that place of centered, of grounded, of knowing nothing except my connection with spirit, then I have clarity. And so for me, the process kind of goes like this. Absolute clarity, start thinking about it, clarity, start thinking about it you know that, right? Does anybody know that? Yeah, Yeah, you know that. You know that. We all know that. But that clarity is um, like when the clouds break and and the crystal sun shines through. And there's wisdom in it and there's grace in it and there's peace in it. And from Isaiah... Isaiah 30, 21 says, Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk it. But it comes from that deep inner place, that deep inner knowing. So, C is for clarity as we're building our car or our vehicle. A is for alignment. Alignment is energetic. It's vibrational. It is bigger, again, than my logical mind. It's quantum. Actually, all three of these are quantum. Thank you for saying the quantum catalyst. It's really my magic mojo and sort of my superpower too, if you will. If you wanted to know my superpower. I need a cape that says quantum catalyst, right? But alignment, when you think about alignment, you can think about like the alignment of your car, your wheels on your car. When you are in alignment, the car runs smooth. Oh, look, did you see how I mixed our metaphors here? Right? Maybe not metaphors. The car runs smooth when you are in alignment. If your wheels go out of alignment or out of balance, it goes wobbly. When we're in alignment, In our mind, our heart, our soul, and our actions, then our life runs much smoother. It doesn't mean that we don't have problems, that we don't have situations, that we don't have um, issues to handle, problems to solve. It doesn't mean that life quits happening. It just, when we are in alignment, we can flow through it with more grace, again, with more ease, with greater flow. So alignment is um, that energetic place. You can feel it like sometimes kind of the wheel alignment it's same, right? But the kind of you can kind of feel like sometimes you're over here and you're over here and you're pulled this way and you're pulled that way. And maybe if you're super busy at work or something's going on in your life or somebody around you is having some opportunities, we like to call them opportunities for growth rather than challenges. <laughs> But, but you can feel when you get pulled. So when again, you come back to center, you come into alignment, you feel your feet on the ground, you go, Oh, there I am. Now I know which step to take. And next slide, please. The Rumi slide. Rumi says, when you do things from your soul, you feel a river moving in you, a joy. That river, that joy, that joy is the infallible evidence of the presence of God. Now, God is always present. It's only us that checks out. We can get busy. We can get concerned. We can get worried. We can get anxious. But when we come back into alignment, no matter what's happening, even in the depths of despair and grief, you can still find that fountain of joy within you because it is spirit. It is God, that river of joy moving through you. One of my um, core values, joy is, is a pretty important one, but one of my core values right now is fun. It's got to be fun. Right? Julie? Julie, right? Julie was talking to Julie before the service, and it's, it's got to be fun. It's like, if it's not fun, why bother? Right? At this stage in our lives... Now, some of you are still raising little kids, and sometimes, you know, you have moments outside of joy. (laughs) But you can still find that river of joy if you remember what's important in the great grand scheme of things. Now, we have grandkids, some of you know, some of you have seen a few pictures on my phone. The rest of you will have the opportunity to do that. If you so choose, I don't have any slides, sorry, mom. <laughs> um, but we have, now we have 19 grandkids. And so we've learned a little bit about not taking it so personal, about not it doesn't, it, whatever that big thing is, that's horrifically horrible in the moment, it will pass. It will pass now it's easier as a grandparent than a parent. There's no doubt about that. So your parents, you'll get there. (laughs) You will maybe someday, but it will pass. And so with spiritual maturity, with spiritual awakening, with, with doing, putting into practice, the spiritual principles that unity teaches that we teach here, we have more tools in our back pocket to navigate when life gets a little bit tougher. Back to our car, the last letter in the word car is R for resonance. Thank you very much. Resonance, what's resonance? Resonance is about alignment with spirit. Resonance is about, is completely about vibrational frequency. If you know vibrational frequency, You can find resonance in anything. But when you're out of resonance, it's almost like um, a little bit like harmony. So think about the orchestra who's uh, rehearsing or practicing or tuning before the concert. Right. And it's um, chaos. Right. And it's like everybody's doing their own thing and it's all the noises. And all the sounds and all the scales and all the things—it's chaotic. It's, uh, but then resonance is like when the conductor raises his baton, raises his baton, and then that first note, note. Whoo, there's resonance, right? Resonance is the attunement of your energy field, your consciousness with the higher frequencies and the higher vibrations. When you are in resonance, it feels right. So now we have clarity, we have alignment, and we have resonance. Resonance, uh, went to Proverbs for resonance. We have a third slide. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. When you are in resonance, you don't think this. You become this. Right? Because you can feel, you can sense the difference between your own understanding and that which is spirit moving in and through us. When spirit moves, everything moves. So how do you know that you know? You practice clarity, alignment, and resonance. You find out if we have clarity together, if we we are in alignment with our, our beliefs and our desires and our intentions, if we are in alignment with our dreams, if there's a resonance, if there's a field of resonance that is greater than any thing really you know it's about relationship it's if the field of resonance is strong enough you can navigate you can communicate you can be in conversation to sort things out So there's a a thing called um, opposing wills, opposing wishes. And I was talking to somebody. I I can't see with these lights. I can't see you very well. I'm trying to see you so hard, but I know you're there. (laughs) Now I do know you're there. Um, But when you have an opposing wish or or two opposing intentions, like like for example, um, I want, I want a a relationship and I don't want to give up my freedom for those of you who are single, right? Or I want more money, but I don't want to go to work. You know, there's like two opposing things, right? So what do you do with that? And, and, and you know, that for me, it's like my heart and soul says, yes. And my mind goes, what are you thinking? That's the opposing, right? That's like, but where do you go? You go back. Oh yeah. What if I had clarity, if I had soul clarity, if I was in alignment with my highest values, if I was in resonance, a field of resonance, then, then what do I see? And how can I create the field even in my own mind that includes both of those paradoxes? Because the truth about paradox is it, it, in spiritual truth, it will hold both ends of the paradox. So how can you create the field that's bigger than, you know, we can take this really into our world, right? Because we're opposing about everything these days on our planet, right? In our country. So how can we, how can we go, okay, here's this, here's this. How can we find the bigger truth, the broader truth? The deeper truth, the wider truth, that holds it all. Because each and every one of us has an opinion about something. But it's just an opinion. It's just an experience. And the truth is that God is good all the time. The truth is all people are made in the image and likeness of God, and that means all people are good. doesn't mean you have to agree with their thoughts, but when you can begin to see that at a deeper level, we begin to discover new ideas, new ways of innovation and collaboration and and beauty and creativity that will move our world forward. So Martin Luther King had a dream. I have a dream. I have a vision for the world. I have a dream that the world wakes up. I have a vision. I have a dream that all the rough places smooth, that the crooked places are made straight. I have a dream that every person is recognized for the divinity that they are. Every person has access to equal rights, to equal opportunities, to equality, that every single person. My personal why for being on the planet, for the work that I do, for whatever it is that I do, is really about opening a doorway of consciousness to a new perspective, to a new perception of your own brilliance of your own greatness and then to help facilitate not only the glimpse or the glimmer or the grasping of, but the integration of the becoming of of your own brilliance. I see the brilliance in people. I see the brilliance in the world. Sometimes Rob and I have these conversations, I'm like, I see the brilliance. He's like, I see reality. And I'm like, yeah, but I see the brilliance. That makes me happier. I don't want to see the reality sometimes, right? (laughs) But it's not about burying my head in it uh, away from it. You know, it's not about not not seeing what's happening, but I feel like my purpose on the planet is to hold the high watch for what's possible. What's possible on this planet? I have a dream and I have a knowing and I have a vision of a new humanity of a second-tier consciousness, for those who know spiral dynamics, of the Christ consciousness, for those of us who identify with that, in that we practice. No, practice means you're still practicing, but that we become so integrated, so embodied as love, that who we be is love for all people not just for the ones we like right not just for our own grandkids and yours grandkids but for all and in that vision of new humanity what I see is a world that really works for all people a world that's filled with with brilliance and innovation and collaboration and beauty and creativity that that the people, the younger people, we don't have to wait for them, but the younger people come up with such a new consciousness, with ideas that we would have never even dreamed of. And that we're one plus one is so much more than one. And where two or more are gathered, brilliance happens. Ideas come from spirit out of nowhere. I have a dream that we are so filled with the truth of who we are, that we are in service to the world. Not as the afterthought, but because it's who we be. And who that be, who we be's who we be, right? Who we be is the very presence and power that is spirit moving in and through each of us I have a dream where the mundane is laid down for the glorious. Oh, doesn't that feel good? Will you join me in that dream? (laughs) I have a dream. I believe. I believe in the divinity of humanity. I believe in humanity no matter what it looks like. I believe that we, the world, the planet, our country can get through these times. So I like to hang out in what if we've already gotten through it? Right? What if we're on the other side of it? We've had some challenges in our family over time. I should probably wrap up. um, But we always see like, like if a child is is having a hard time, say they're um, 14 just for fun. Your kids aren't 14, are they? No, 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 no. Okay. Say they're 14 just from personal experience but we see them at 24 or 34 or 44. We see our country, you know, maybe a decade down the road or 50 years down the road or hundred years down the road, we see it already done. And then we live from that place. I believe that we matter each and every person here and that we all have a gift to give to the world. I believe in creating the environment, the container, the, the best situation where people can thrive individually and collectively. I have a dream. And what I want to know is what, your, what is your dream? What do you believe? I also believe that we will know. We will all know. We will know when we know. And we will know when we know by utilizing the spiritual principles of clarity, alignment, and resonance. Together, we know. Will you join me in a time of meditation? Take a deep breath in and just notice what's moving for you right here and right now. And if you have something in your life or in your world that you are wondering about or grappling with or figuring out, just know that you'll know. And then let it go. And as you let it go, bring your awareness down deep into the core of your being. Deepen that place that is your soul essence. The divinity that you are. Whether you know it or not. That place in the very center of your soul where joy lives. Where peace lives. Where grace lives and where knowing lives don't try to figure out just create the space create a spaciousness in your heart and let that spaciousness expand through your body Find spaciousness in your mind. And feel the spaciousness in this community. Activate it, lean into it, feel it growing and expanding. And we know that there is no spot, no space where God is not. And as we create the spaciousness between our thoughts, between each other, we find more room for spirit, for inspiration, for guidance. And let's take that spaciousness from this room, from this community all the way out across our country and expand that spaciousness all the way around the globe. Creating space for clarity. Creating space for alignment. Creating space for resonance. here for a moment in a field of spaciousness. And in this field of spaciousness, notice what you notice. Perhaps a feeling, a quality, a sense. Maybe it's joy or love or relief or comfort. Maybe there's a divine idea, a new idea, an impulse. Just notice it. implant it into your awareness, you can come back to it again and again. And in the spaciousness we have created around the globe, we just seed it with love, with acceptance, with wisdom. And then we begin to draw those qualities right back from around the globe, back over our country, back over this community, and feel it dropping right into your own being with a new awareness. Feel it landing in your heart. Feel your heart expanded. Feel in the depths of your heart clarity, alignment, and resonance. Take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, you might want to put your hand right over your heart. I have a dream that every person on the planet might have a glimmer, a glimpse of this, what we're experiencing right here and right now. And that is what will change our world. And together we say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. That was wonderful. Thank you. (laughs)